It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon Marcel. C'est moi. In French, it's me. Uh, in, in this crazy world, I was thinking about what do we need the most? A little bit of positive news. A little bit of joie de vivre, joy of life. A little bit of, of smiling, right? Because, I mean, it's heavy for good reasons. We all have to stay home. So me and my team here at The Rendezvous, we decided to, you know, emphasize or more on the love stories. So, you know, because to this day, um, there's a lot of communication, you know, with FaceTime, WhatsApp and all the apps uh, between people who love each other, people who are discovering each other, people who flirt with each other, people who uh, find to be romantic with each other through uh, behind the screen safely. So we got to continue to live, love and and talk together. So if you have a question for me or if you want to... You know, share with me a love story from yesterday, from 10 years ago, 20 years ago. You're more than welcome to to join me and, and call me or go to my website, therendezvousshow.com, and share a little bit of a love story that happened to you. Next. If we could all put a little more love in the world, in the universe right now, maybe we should. So let's just go to the phone lines and hear a love story. That's what I need. 855 8255. Bonjour, Amelia. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Amelia. So, I believe you're romantic and you want to do something romantic for somebody very special. Is that right? Yes. What? What? Your husband. What are you planning? Well, our 10 year wedding anniversary is coming up and I wanted to get something, you know, not just a thing. I wanted to do something more thoughtful and, and, you know, sentimental. And so over the years, he and I started this kind of cute little tradition where we'd leave each other, uh, like, post-it notes with, like, words of encouragement or just, like, I love you, especially when we have big days or, like, big events coming up. And, you know, I put it in his lunch or he put it in one of my drawers. And, you know, it's kind of like a little, like, thing that you'd find when he's gone or when I'm gone. So I've kept a lot of those post-it notes over the years And I thought, I think I'm going to put all those post-it notes that we've had over the last 10 years, and I'm going to make a, like a book out of them and give it to them for our 10th anniversary. Oh, that is going to be very romantic, right? What do you, how, do you, how do you, I mean, I don't know him, but how do you think your husband will respond? I, I think, I mean, it's, you know, they're his words, and like they've meant so much to me. And I think, you know, he's a person who appreciates, you know, thoughtful gestures. And I just think it's important for him to know how those words have sort of helped me day to day and to have them all in one place is, is pretty special and meaningful to us, especially after 10 years. Totally. Listen, I think it's wonderful. And I'm glad you're thinking about this because I think everybody should be romantic, you know. And, and when you do this, you bring a vibe of romance and caring for each other that is so needed in every relationship, every partnership and every marriage. So thank you so much for sharing that, Amelia. Thank you. Hmm. Okay. I just got an interesting Twitter DM from Alexis. He said that, you know, that basically what can you do when you met somebody and now we're all in quarantine and you want to keep the vibe. So let, let me get to that email and see if I can help Alexis next on The Rendezvous. The Rendezvous website is open to you 24-7, meaning you want to vent, you have a questions, you want to ask me something or just not even ask me something, just Tell me if something's going on in your life. You go to therendezvousshow.com. And, of course, if you want to send me a quick tweet, a DM, go to at Radio. And I got one from Alexis who said, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alexis. 
I started dating this guy that I really like before the quarantine, and obviously we haven't been able to see each other. So, do you have any suggestions on how to keep the vibe between us while we get through this? Yes, I do, Alexis, so stay with me. I'm going to tell you what you can do to keep the vibe between two people that are physically separated. Next. What can you do if, like Alexis, who sent me that Twitter DM, she, she met a guy that she really likes before the quarantine? So obviously now they can't you know, reach out, they can't see each other, and they want to keep the vibe. So listen, and that advice is also for all the military you know, wives and, and, and partners and everybody because it's not quarantine, but they're separate from their loved one for a long time. So here's my advice. FaceTime, WhatsApp, text, romantic text, use your mind, use words, use whatever you think is creative, and it's going to be very exciting soon. Don't give up on a good potential partner because we're all quarantined. Love is stronger than the quarantine. Trust me. So please, don't lose the hope. Keep the faith. Reach out. And you know what? Just be as creative as you want to be if you get my drift. Thank you, Alexis. And I hope it works out for you. You calls are next on The Rendezvous. I want to send in the universe healthy but also good romantic vibes for all of us. So just let's listen to another love story now on the show. Meryl, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I am good. Welcome to the rendezvous. So someone did something very romantic for you, right? Yes, my boyfriend. I'm, I'm just like, I, I feel like I'm walking on air. It's just, it was so out of the blue and it was, it was wow. just really lovely. I, I couldn't not share it. Go ahead. Um, so I, I think, you know, it's always nice when your partner you know, does things when, when something's happened, but it's also really nice when it's just, you know, for no reason other than the fact that they just love you. And, and he made me some sort of like a breakfast in uh, bed, but it was, mm-hmm. it was more of like a full on brunch and there was mimosas and he brought out this tray with French toast and fresh fruit and, and my favorite flowers. And it was just really spectacular. And then we spent, you know, the morning, like eating the French toast and, and just like hanging out in bed together. <laughs> and it was just so, it was so romantic. I, I thought this kind of thing only happened in the movies, but you know, I, I was like that. over the moon. Breakfast in bed. I mean, that, that is always a good thing. Now, let me ask you this. When was the last time you did that for him? Um, I think I did that maybe like last month. So maybe he, he's been planning this because I, I, I did something for him a month ago. Good. Because the point is, Meryl, is that I found those things makes a partner and the morning so much more romantic and enchanting. Yeah, it was amazing. I'm so glad. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I will keep it in mind next time I'm in a relationship. Meryl, I will think of you guys and I will cook breakfast for my girlfriend remembering that story. It will be a good idea. It's a great idea. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing it and have a good night. I want to talk about all the little things we can do for each other that makes a relationship, a partnership, our marriages more romantic. And that's coming up next. When was the last time your partner brought you breakfast in bed? Because my last caller, Mariel, just shared that story how she was... Over the moon, she was so happy and excited because her boyfriend cooked for her wonderful breakfast. Out of the blue, it just made her happy. So I'm asking you now, when was the last time your partner brought you a wonderful breakfast in bed? And that gave me an idea that all of us 
have to remember to do little things. Things that can be indeed cooked, things that can be purchased, things that can be written, notes, things that makes us valued, that makes us feel loved, that makes us feel desired, makes us feel happy. And so that story, and I will not forget Meryl's story because I have not brought breakfast in bed to a girlfriend in a long, long time. But I have made, I think, something very special that made a girlfriend of mine so happy. So that story is coming up next. What is the latest romantic thing, breakfast in bed or something else, you did for your partner? So I just want to share, I was dating a woman who had three dogs and At one point, because she had kids, she told me, Simon, can you come over and watch the dogs? You have to walk them and all that. She lived in a, in a, in a kind of a condominium, so it was, it was, it was not convenient. Uh, but I did, and what happened is I took the three dogs for a walk, and then I did it once, second time, I did it again, and for all our relationship, I made a point every time she needed me to do that, to take the dogs out or to take them, I love dogs, all over the place, including in my car, or to the vet's. Now, maybe that's not romantic to you, but she told me that for her, it was a very romantic gesture because I was always there for her. So I take pride in this, and I think it's the, the lesson of all this. Let's be there for our partner. Sometimes it's breakfast in bed. Sometimes it's walking the dogs. Sometimes it's vacuuming the bedroom or making the bed. You pick. You call the next 855-905-8255. I'm here. If you have a question for me about your relationship, Dial 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jesse. What's going on? Bonjour, Simon. I've been in a relationship uh, with my boyfriend for about four years, and a lot of things are really good. He's a, he's a good guy. I love him. Uh, we plan to get married. It's just we have communication issues like every couple does. And one thing that I find so frustrating, I actually read a term called whataboutism. <laughs> like, you know, like I'll say something like, well, I don't appreciate the way you just said that. Or why did you get so mad? And then he says, well, what about the way you do this? Or, you know, he turns it back around or he says, well, I wouldn't get mad if you didn't say it. And it's not abusive or anything. It's just it's like, you know, sure. take some responsibility. So I don't, I don't know how to communicate that because it never goes over well. I see. So he never admits that he's doing wrong, right? That, so it's always, you did this, I, it's never, I, sorry, sorry. He can't, he doesn't know how to say I'm sorry? No, he does say he's sorry. And it's not that he never admits he's wrong. It's just that he's actually said uh, that he thinks I'm about 80% responsible for all of our arguments and fights. And that if only I wouldn't say this, that, and the other, then he wouldn't even get mad. And that makes me so mad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, just, I got to ask you, do you think it's true you're responsible for 80% of the argument and the problems? I might get annoyed by more things, so okay. that might lead to more arguments, but I feel very defensive when he says that I'm mostly responsible. To, you know, nobody's perfect. I mean, couples are both sure. in there sure. together. <laughs> How about this strategy? How about next time he answers something like this? I would like you not to answer anything and go silence for a while. So don't answer an aggression by an aggression. Answer an aggression by silence and distance. Hmm. Well, Simon, that's something I rarely do. <laughs> well, <laughs> we've got to try peace in the house. So yeah. answering an aggression by an aggression escalates everything to a war. 
Yeah, that's true. So I would like you, since you know, you may be the more grown up of the two, to step back <laughs> and, you know, it's like, okay, time out. I breathe, okay. I take a walk, I do something else, and maybe the next day we address the argument. Well, the other thing is that when he has some time to cool off, he comes back and says, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Or, you know, so I think that space is a good idea. So thank you. You most well, I didn't know that, but I feel we're right on then. That's a good indication that the strategy of no aggression after an aggression will work. Listen, Jesse, good luck to you. Thank you so much for calling. I think you're on the right path, and now you know what to do. Thank you so much. Communication and timing. Let's talk about that next. Communication and timing. Two pieces of the love puzzle of all our relationships that is key. So when to say what and when not to say what. So when to say what. So for instance, we just talked about you have an argument, you want to be right, you think you're right, you know you're right, and you want your partner to say, you know what, you're right. But that is not the right approach. Because think about it for a sec. If you're the partner admitting that you're wrong, it's always difficult. So how about we give a little breather and we say now, instead of you know getting the point armored or repeated over and over, we say it one time and we don't care to win the argument. We just want to be heard. That is the key. So now you've taken a little distance, a little breather, you relax. What is the next constructive step for your communication? I'll tell you that next. So say you've had a little argument. You've made your peace. You've said things. Your partner heard you. No one is, you know, so heated. Everything is calm. You've taken the distance, the time, and you want to make sure you've been understood and you want to talk about it next. So what is the constructive way to end an argument or a difficult conversation? is to find a compromise. The answer for any of our relationships are always in the word compromise. It's not you're right, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, you're right. That's the first step. Second step is for both of us to say, okay, how can we make it work for both of us? The beautiful word compromise. Keep that in mind and you'll have very constructive conversations in the future. Uh, you calls and new questions are next, 855-905-8255. Love is exactly what we need right now. So please, you have a love story? Call me now. Bonjour, Ursula. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. You have a romantic story you said you want to share with us tonight on The Rendezvous. I do. Uh, today is my parents' 52nd wedding anniversary. Oh, wonderful. Um, and I, I just love how they like originally met. Um, my dad saw my mother on the street when they were eight years old and gave her mm -hmm. an orange. They lived in the same neighborhood and they were there, but they, they didn't really know each other, but he just gave her an orange. And then, um, of course, they didn't start dating until they were like teenagers. Um, mm -hmm. But once they started dating as teenagers, that was it. Uh, they got married when they were like 20. My mom was 20. My dad was 21. And they've been together ever since. So I just I think it's just such a heartwarming little love story. Oh, that's wonderful. I love the story that starts by your dad giving her an orange. I mean, that I know. Right. I mean, he had I listen. to have known something. Even at eight years old, he had to have seen something in her to just give her a piece of fruit. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> listen, I don't know if that would work for me if I did that to a stranger, if I brought an apple and orange, but I might <laughs> I might take a dare after this if I see somebody at the supermarket. Here's an orange. What is your name? 
something like that. All right. I don't no, know so if that... it works in today's climate anymore, but but in their time, it works. It works, an orange. I won't forget this one next time I buy an orange. Thank you so much, Ursula, for sharing, and congratulations to your parents. Thank you so much, Simon. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Bonsoir. More of The Rendezvous is coming up next. Let me finish this show by asking you a question. What is the funniest movie you've ever watched? What is it? The funniest, the one that movie, a comedy that made you laugh the most, you still can't get over it. Right? So I'm going to put that question on social media at Rendezvous Radio and also on my website, therendezvousshow.com. I want to hear from everybody what's the funniest comedy or movie you've ever watched. And I will answer on social media too, so check it out. Go to my social media, write down what is your favorite funniest comedy of all time. Because you know what? We got to still be laughing. We still got to spend days, you know, not just watching 24 7 the news laughing. We need to relax our mind. And by the way, you know, uh, if you have something to say about your partner, something you want to vent about, go to my website, send me a long email. What's going on? I'll answer. TheRendezVousShow.com or just leave me a voicemail. 855-905-8255. Thanks very much for being with me tonight. You made my night. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.